welcome to Dead Headspace. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major platforms. I'm your host, Patrick R. McDonough, joined, as always, by my co-host, Brennan LaFaro. Say hi, Brennan. Hey, everybody. And today, we are talking with a guy of multiple talents, including being a podcaster and trying to get his own horror animation show off the ground, Happy Slashers, Ron Gatta. Gata. Yes, you, you, Gata. You, you were close. The good. <laughs> God damn. And I watched Better than your, some people. I listen to your show, too. That's bad. I say man. it every single show. You're good. Only tw- <laughs> only 23 of them I've said. No, you're good. <laughs> Ron, if it makes you feel any better, our first three episodes, he fucked up my last name. You're so. like the, the co-host. Yep. <laughs> yep, the co-host's last name. Exactly. And he's a friend. He's He was a friend <laughs> for at least a year prior. So you are not helping your case. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bad, bad. What got you into horror? Um, I would, I mean, I was born on October 29th, so that's a pretty easy answer right there. That I just anything Halloween. I'm a I'm a basic white bitch when it comes to that kind of stuff with uh <laughs> pumpkin spice everything and and Halloween and fall and leaves and the weather. I mean, mm-hmm. and then uh, I guess the the first horror movie I would have seen, man, I I would have been. I would have been young, but it was uh, Slumber Party Massacre 3. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> I remember being young, and it was so like corny and the drill and just boobs and everything. And I was like, oh, cool. This is great. Yeah. And then, But then, like, you know, the Halloween started coming out. Probably Halloween 5 would have been nah, – my, my, I was probably even a little too young for that. Halloween 6 would have been the first one I would have seen when it was, like, released. But then you go back, you watch all of them, and I, I fell in love with the Halloween series. My, Michael Myers, that whole franchise. Yeah, I like the I like Six Law too. Uh, particularly like Paul Rudd in that because he plays know, a different yeah. <laughs> character than like any well, other movie. I think that was his first role. I think like that was his uh, his his break in role right there. I think and, that and Six was it. Six was like for me it was one of the creepiest. I really like four and five, but four to six you have the last three Donald Pleasance and and he's just I love him. He's amazing. four, five, and six are awesome, and nobody. I mean, they they just they completely went away from that storyline. I don't know why that Thorn storyline. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I don't think there's anything bad with that at all. I liked the Jamie Lloyd, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That girl, um, what is the one that plays, uh, her niece? She was also in boy meets world. Um, do you happen to know what in, in Halloween four and five? Yeah. Who plays Jamie Lloyd, Daniel Harris. Oh, right. Yeah. She was, she was in uh, boy meets world. Wasn't she? I don't know, but she she might. Have, I know she was in. She's been in like a, a bunch of horror movies since then. Um, and then a, the, there was there was a Disney show, or the Disney movie uh, Wish Upon a Star. She was in. I don't. Know. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, I might be mixing up the actresses. Uh, anyways, I did, I watched this interview with uh, Daniel Harris, and she was talking about how she didn't go to a lot of conventions for a while because some guy was stalking her. It got pretty bad. That's gonna be weird because you're. Oh yeah. That's so meta, man. Like you are in a movie where there's an actual killer stalking you. You you don't know. I mean, if you're a woman, you have some guy you don't know. You could do anything, but he's a legit stalker. Like that's that's a little weird. Oh yeah, for sure. So, what other movies did you move into, or did you get into any anything else as far in the horror world? I mean, I, I like. I'm trying to think here. I, I like a lot of the uh, like just slashers in general. I mean. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of like Freddy and Jason and all that, but I mean, 
it's always which one is it freddy jason or michael and i've always been like fuck those other two it's michael all the way <laughs> but i do i do like the other two it's not that i don't but when people try to say one's better than the other i just i hate it um I'm trying to think here I, I like i like those like haunted uh like like haunted haunts i guess i, I don't know like whenever you go to a a uh a haunt or whatever like the what the hell is it called uh, like uh, the one of those, <laughs> like a haunted like, house, or a haunted a, house. Yeah, like like an actual like you go to a haunted house and then right. and then uh, like a, the the shit's actually happening to you. Those those are pretty cool, I think. Hellfest, Bloodfest, uh, Haunt on Shutter, all all those types of movies. I went to this one. It was in a cornfield down in South Rhode Island, and that was so creepy. They <laughs> bring you through this. It's every everything. It's at night. It's dark. They bring you through a cornfield field. Like in the open field, and then at one point you're in this very closed, narrow barn. I love it, but at the same time, my wife is one of those people that she doesn't act scared, but she's like knocking shit over just to make sure no jumps out at her. So what do you got in what do you got in Pittsburgh as far as stuff like that goes? Is there anything dedicated to George Romero? I'm 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 sure there there is nothing that I know about or have have been to anything like that i mean i know obviously romero with uh night of living dead and and savini and all that stuff and jason baker here now with with him he does a lot of that the special effects stuff but as far as uh like haunted house type things i'm not i'm not sure about anything like that okay yeah uh george romero i fell in love with that guy at a pretty young age he's i remember when i was a kid uh came out in the remake of Night of the Living Dead came out in 1990 with Tony Todd. I I don't know how young I was. I mean, I was born in 89, so I didn't see it when it came out. But right. I love that one. Um, Matt, uh, Brendan, do you want to jump in before we move on to the next thing? I was just thinking, you know, it sounded like you were really, really hoping there was some sort of like George Romero amusement park. <laughs> yeah, in Pittsburgh, day. like themed roller coasters, right. maybe <laughs> Tilt-A-Whirl. That's Nothing like that that I know of, but I mean, there's probably some kind of museum or something I'm just not thinking of or that I haven't been to. <laughs> I mean, I can't think as... of any of the uh, specifics, like because uh, you know Pat grew up um, pretty close to where I live now in southern Massachusetts, um, and, and I feel I can't think of any of the specific places that open up in that kind of late October. Besides, you know, Salem, the obvious one, um, but I feel like there's a lot of cornfields. Is is that kind of you know, is that just a like a Massachusetts, Rhode Island thing? Are there a lot of haunted cornfields in um in Pittsburgh? I, I mean, I've been to one like little like haunted hayride type thing. I haven't been to a bunch of those, but I would like to if there were. I I, I like those. I don't remember seeing very many like houses that are set up for that. Is that more common? Like like actual like like haunted house type thing. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a bunch of those. Type. I've been to the the place where I've seen the most of like haunted houses like that would be. Niagara Falls, actually. Have you have you been to like Clifton Hill and Niagara Falls on the Canada side by, by any chance? They have a shit ton of haunted houses all up and down that main road there. So I've been there, I've been there. The one in Ontario, yeah, that was my wife and I went there, but not during October. Um, oh, there's our year round though, yeah. We saw a lot of the wax museums. I saw this one, um, <laughs> saw this one dedicated to is like serial killers, and uh, I just remember we were looking at. This one, I believe, it was Jeffrey Dahmer, and it's super quiet. My wife and I are just reading the, you know, the cards or whatever the hell they're called about the what Dahmer did, and this kid who's like ten was like, "What, what is, what does rape mean?" And he's asking all these questions. He's serious. He's asking. I assume it's his father. 
asking what all these questions, I mean, what all these words and phrases mean. And I'm just thinking, what the fuck would I do? Like, I am into horror. But, like, at the age of 10, here's some goosebumps, man. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, right? <laughs> they don't use that word. <laughs> Something that that's I did discover. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brian. Okay, I was going to say, that's interesting, you know, for anybody even remotely in the area, because that kind of Niagara Falls border on the Canada side, that's not somewhere I would personally think of as this is the destination. This is the place to go. Is there, as far as you know, any reason for that? Is it just... I, I have no idea why. I would assume just a bunch of tourists that, just, that they go there. It's the, the road is called Clifton Hill, and I know there's at the top of Clifton Hill another connecting road. I'm not sure what that's called. There's a couple on that road too, but Clifton Hill, if you look up, there's a bunch of, like you said, the wax museums, but also at least four or 500 houses that are year-round on that road. That's wild. Pat, I cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, I was going to say when I was up there, I discovered that there was this phenomenal food called poutine, and it's just french fries and anything you want, like gravy, uh, cheese curds, there's meat lovers. It's a great way to get fat, but it's a good way to get fat. (laughs) It's awesome. While you were up there, was there anything else that you you were interested in? I was always younger when I would go up. My my dad was okay. a d- degenerate gambler, so he would go up and and uh, gamble up there because we didn't have a casino to, to gamble and play cards here at the time. Now you can, right. but yeah. Uh, so I, there was I was real big into wrestling, WWE, all that stuff. There was a there was a WWF at the time store up there. You go and all the belts, all the shirts, all the videos and games. That was awesome. It was like two floors. And then I know there's a real like there's a Burger King up there. This is kind of horror too though, and it's like a big huge frankenstein like holding yeah, yeah i like, saw that too <laughs> yeah it's right on that clifton hill it's a huge frankenstein like holding a burger or something like that but yeah that's that's pretty much what i remember about the falls <laughs> and then all the haunted houses so uh, i'll leave it up to you man do you want to dive into your podcast show or do you want to dive into your kickstarter first what, whatever one you, you you go with whatever one and we'll do the we'll go whatever way you want to all right, let's jump into your podcast because this, I mean, as soon as you started telling me about it, I was like, I got to listen. It's so cool. Like, we appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you are talking to, when you said you're talking to rock stars, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then you started telling me who, and you're talking about guys and in, Chris, <laughs> Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC, yeah. Justin Sane from Anti Flag. You got guys from Dropkick Murphy's, Taking Back Sunday. Let's start with. Before you record your first episode, when did you know you wanted to do this, and, and what came about it? Well, I, I've always wanted to do something like, kind of like a barstool type thing, where I was doing sports entertainment, kind of just everything. Like they they start as a sports website with the blogs, whatever, and they have, I mean, they they they're going to take over the entertainment world, I, I think, at some point. But something like that, where you know, I could talk sports, I could talk whatever I wanted to. Um, I make my own t-shirts and stuff. So that would have been like just site with just all that kind of stuff going on. Um, and then about, about a year or two ago, I'm on Facebook and I'm just, I'm adding these guys like Eddie Reyes, who the founder of taking back Sunday and, uh, Anthony green from Sayosin circus survive. And then like Cove Reaper, who also sang in Sayosin and nothing happened for about a year or two. And all of a sudden one day I get Eddie Reyes like accepting my friend request. I'm like, Oh shit. Like he was, he kicked out of the band, but that's still real cool. So I just sent him a message like, Hey man, like I'm 
gonna I'm trying to do some kind of pie. I didn't know what I wanted to do, what kind of podcast I wanted. It kind of seems like it's going towards just rock stars. I mean, I, I guess, but I mean, I don't want it to just be that. I'm trying to branch out. I've done an actor, it's, uh, Tyler Main. He was uh, Michael Myers and Rob Zombie's two Halloweens, and then like Chris Kirkpatrick, and then uh, WWE guy Eric Rowan. But uh, when it started. He got back to me and said, "Yeah, I'll charge 500 bucks for an hour." I'm like, "Oh fuck, I'm like, I can't do that shit." And he's like, "Dude, I'm fucking with you. I'll, I'll do your show." I'm like, "Dude, that's sick." So I just started name dropping him and adding people. That... But yeah, I was like, fuck, "Sorry man. to interrupt, but no, like, no, because like, well, I thought it was I've never interviewed a guy before. No, right. I've never interviewed like somebody who I know he's not a household name, but in that little community, like people know who that is. At least they know who Taking Back Sunday is. Yeah, and and. I thought he was serious. I had no idea. And he was like, I'm fucking with you. We'll do it. And then he uh, threw a shot at his old singer, uh, Adam Lazera. He was like, maybe my old singer would do something like that. I'm like, nah, he's like my idol. I want to interview him so bad. But uh, he said he, he would do it. And then so I just started creeping on his Facebook page for all these names I would know that he's friends with of like other rock stars that like that I'd recognize the names of bands or whatever. Wow. Started adding those dudes and they would see I'm mutual friends with them and they just kept adding me back and then I would just message them and they'd be like, yeah, man, I'm in. Yeah, that's literally how it started. I, <laughs> then I just started, I started creeping on them on, uh, uh, Instagram because I, I was like, shit, I need an Instagram page now if I'm going to start all this stuff. Yeah. Started putting them up on Instagram, tagging these guys and messaging them, sending them emails and they would just get back and like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, Really? Why? But all right, sweet, let's do it. Fuck, I didn't expect that, so I guess I have to write an interview for tomorrow. <laughs> and now I'm like, yeah, like I've done over 30. I think 23 have been posted. I just posted one uh, today with um, Justin Sane, singer of Anti Flag. Some of them are easy to get, no brainers. Once they see it's Pittsburgh, they see they've had a couple. Uh, what once we've had a couple um, names, I guess. But like Mike Haranica from the Devil Wars Prada, he's from Pittsburgh. So when he sees that, he's gonna he's like, Oh yeah, we'll we'll do it. Chris Kirkpatrick, he's from like, I don't know, half hour, forty minutes outside of Pittsburgh, so he saw that, loved it right away. Jared Reddick from Bowling for Soup's a huge Steelers fan, so he he jumped at that. I mean I think that the name helps a lot going to these guys saying, Hey, for the bird and like, Oh, nice. <laughs> Brennan, I know that you're chopping out the bits asking specific questions. Oh, specific but, questions. but jumping jumping right off that, you know, it's a you 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 it's such a brilliant name because you almost can't say no. It's like, hey, you want to do this for the Berg? And I mean, right. if they say no, it's like, so so you're so you gay. hate the Berg, right? <laughs> so you hate Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, I, I loved your uh, guest list because it's such. I feel I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's such a specific niche. It's like. As somebody who listened to, whether you want to classify it as emo, screamo, post-hardcore, whatever, in that whole, like, you know, say 2002 through 2007, I'm like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, Armor for Sleep, Finch, yeah. uh, of course, Taking Back Sunday, uh, Silverstein, uh, just, it's, you got them all. So, I mean, is there any, are there any wishlist guests you're still working on besides Adam Lazara? Uh, he's the one man i can't i keep i keep going at him on on uh instagram and twitter and he responded to one of the things i said he's like uh what did he say i just i kept at anything he posted i'd be like hey man be on my show you're gonna be on my show then one of the the, the nights i posted something he was like i appreciate your dedication send me the email and we'll work it out and that was two weeks ago motherfucker never got back to me and i keep <laughs> i keep sending stuff I'm like man maybe eddie reyes is right maybe, maybe he is a dickhead and won't and won't do the show i hope i'm wrong i don't want i'm not saying he is one but i mean maybe he is one but um um uh, wish guests other than him i mean i would 
sticking with that uh, genre, like I would I would love to have uh, Dustin from Thrice, the lead singer of Thrice. I'd love to have the lead singer of The Used. I have their guitarist, uh, Joey Bradford, was episode four uh, for The Used, but I'd like to have Bert from The Used. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd, My Chemical Romance, anybody from My Chemical Romance would be sick to just to have on there for, I mean, at least for ratings. People would see that and click the shit out of that one, but... <laughs> Yeah, Dustin's um, into the whole podcast scene, so hey, that might be an attainable one. Pretty active on Twitter too, so I know I I, I, I would I just send him something. To that. <laughs> I, he has that carry the fire or something like that. I think is what his podcast is called. I don't. There's no email or anything. I can't. I mean, a lot of these guys, if I send a message, they don't know who the hell I am. They, they don't look at it. But so I luck out on some of them, and they do. Um, I'm trying to actually break out of the just rock, just that little emo niche that you were talking about i, I love it because that's it's great because i can relate to all that and I, that's what i listen to so i have a lot to talk about but trying to break out into more either wwe guys or just actors directed and any any kind of entertainment actually I mean, i'm not trying to be known as just the the rock podcast but that's just kind of how it ended up for the past 25 episodes <laughs> yeah. you should get mad light uh, obviously i'm gonna have that we've been best friends i'm being since, serious like, no i'm gonna he, we talked about it we're we're probably going to we'll do something where we script an interview or something stupid like that to make it seem like he's being a dickhead to me. I don't know <laughs> if I were you. And maybe this is just uh, maybe this is just me, but I would have him pretend to be Charlie Day. I feel like he sounds exactly like Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> and just tag Charlie Day. He'd be like, I wasn't in it. Be like, hey, now that I got your attention, Charlie, Day, do you want to actually set the record straight and come on the podcast? <laughs> Matt made me a little nervous because there's like. He's a stand-up comedian. I know him. I love the guy, even though he hasn't returned the love. Um, <laughs> but no, but seriously, uh, I wasn't sure what he was gonna say throughout the entire episode. But I was gonna roll with it. <laughs> I, I was just gonna listen, roll with it. I just listened to that one today. I, I liked it. It was one of the shorter ones. Your, some of your episodes are like two hours long, man. Shit. I can't. That's awesome for you guys. We got some guests that can talk a lot. Um, (laughs) Josh Mallerman, uh, the guy that wrote Bird Box, the only reason why we cut it short after an hour and a half is he had something else going on, which is perfectly fine. I mean, if you want to go for an hour, that's fine. Um, I can only last two seconds, so glad (laughs) that you're carrying the load. Okay. Again, uh, that first question that we asked you, what got you into horror, you would be amazed at how much mileage um, some of our guests like go off that. Um, you know, I can think of a couple examples. Tell them Henrik. Henrik. Well, I mean, just as far as time goes, but I'm not going to recount uh, our, our entire episodes because I think people who actually listen to it would be like, okay, I heard that one before. But like, you know, Henrik is a good example um, as a, some of uh, some other people where they, they finish answering that and you're like, shit, we've been on for 45 minutes. <laughs> All right, cool. I got two more questions for you. Um, <laughs> That's the same thing with it. Whenever I talk to um, the, uh, the, the, the the singers and stuff, they, they tend to go on a little more about because well, I'll do like an album run through. And if they have some of them have seven to eight, nine, ten albums. So I have them kind of just tell a little story about the recording process. They give me their favorite song off of each record and they, they tell me why. And the singers will tend to go a little more because they they wrote the song, so they, they have more to say. But yeah, I'll, after eight albums, I'm like, shit, we've been on here for, like you said, 40 minutes already. Now that's good for me. I'd, I'd like to have an hour episode, but some of the guys, we only get 20 minutes in, but uh, we only do 20 minutes. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm still going to post it, but <laughs> man, it's 17 minutes, bro. I don't know. 
The right, one so with Mag- Sorry, go ahead, Brendan. No, I I got I got in last time. You go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say the one with Matt Kelly, the drummer for the back. Um, blah, blah, blah. The drummer for the Dropkick Murphys, excuse me. Um, I loved listening to him talk. I got to see him one time with uh, the Dropkick Murphys in, uh, where were they, Cambridge with my brother. It wasn't St. Patrick's Day. It was the day after because they do like a, you know, a three-day-in-a-row sort of deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been to some cool concerts. My favorite was probably Linkin Park, but seeing the Dropkick Murphys Almost every single person. There was one asshole in front of me that was just seemed like he, he's just like pouty and stuff, and didn't seem like he was having a good time. But besides that, everyone seemed like they were having a blast. Everyone was singing along. We were out of our seats, just having a great time. At one point before the concert, <laughs> they never do this because I'm always afraid I'm gonna get in, like in trouble. But uh, me and my brother were just drinking. Uh, Big 40 ounces of brown bags on a public stream in Cambridge. We were like, fuck it. We were already pretty feeling pretty, pretty good. <laughs> it was a good time. It 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 was fun. Um, we've listened to them since we were kids. We're both Irish from the same area. They named places that we grew up in. Uh, Matt Kelly, he's exactly who I thought he would be. I'm a drummer too, so I was like, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm, and let me be clear. I'm. I'm not even uh, in the same arena as him watching him <laughs> play. What What was it like to talk for your first time? Was it um, the Taken Back Sunday one? When you recorded that, were you nervous or what was your approach mentally? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm nervous every time I do it. I hate doing it, but I. That's what. <laughs> It's like do the run through thing, and all I have to say is, okay, this album, go, and then they just talk for, for 20 minutes. But um, no, I was, yeah, I was nervous. They're the founder of like my, one of my favorite bands of all time. But uh, the the fucked up thing about that episode is, I recorded it up in my attic. I don't do that anymore. I'm down just like in a random spot in my living room. Right. But I recorded that first one up in my attic in my little like room that I have up there with the with not Skype or, or Zoom or anything. It was on a different uh, different program. And the first half of that interview came out okay, and the second half was all chopped up and, and shitty. It was like an hour-long episode. I didn't know what to do. I was freaking out. I had a couple other guys coming that wanted – they were asking, like, hey, where's – like, is my uh, Anthony Green? Like, I was going to put his episode up. And then Eddie was like, no, dude, you got to put mine up first. I want mine up first and because he wanted to be the first one. Don't know why. He just wanted to be the first one. And I was like, well – I only have half your episode, I man. Like I don't, I didn't want to tell you. I didn't know what to do. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that. Like it's so unprofessional that to say that. And he's like, oh, I'll give you, I'll, I'll do it again. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? You'll do it again? Like, and he did it again. I, he, I saw, I did Eddie Reyes twice actually, and I pasted the two together to make it. It's actually two separate interviews on in his. So, yeah, definitely nervous and embarrassing after that. And I mean, it gets better after every one I do, obviously. Sure. But, yeah, that's um, cool. That- that definitely happened with me at one point because with Skype, for any podcaster or potential podcaster listening, listen to this. When you download the episode after you've recorded it, there's a little thing that says download it with three dots. Don't X out of Skype until that is done. Um, cause you, can Skype, get it, you can get it back, though. It said Skype saves it for 30 days. Yeah. I, it was longer than 30 days, and oh, I had – I had an hour and 17 minutes, but we recorded an hour and 45 minutes. I, the guy that we talked with was super nice. He's a sweet dude from Australia, and uh, I was just like, fuck. Why did you I wait gotta... longer than 30 days to download the episode? That's because, a month. 
<laughs> because we, I when we this... put this together, um, we recorded for like two months before oh, we launched wow. it. We just like built up a backlog, so it was kind of like we might have recorded it in set, you know, May second, let's say, and the episode wasn't gonna air until like the end of June. So it was like, okay, it airs tomorrow. Let's edit it tonight. <laughs> Uh, that's exactly what I'm doing. I, I edited uh, Justin Sane today. I edited it this morning and put it out at two o'clock today. But I'm the say I have like six more to put out. I I, I have like, yeah, like I said, about six, seven to eight of them back, and I'll, I'll record four more, and then I'll go shit. Who's next? I don't even know who I'm supposed to put out next. I'll just what's have to your a little notes. What's your schedule? I don't even have one right now. I'm, I mean, I'll put it up every. I, I want to do every like two two a week, one every like Monday and like Thursday, something like that. That, that seems like it makes sense. Um, <laughs> just that just <laughs> seems like a good amount of time. There you go. See, um, <laughs> but I'm waiting. I, I don't even care right now. I'm just putting them up at least at least one or two a week. I'm looking for a sponsor, and then then I would have like an actual set two a week, Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have an actual set schedule, and I'll just say, okay, this one's going next. And like you said, I'll, I'll do it the night before, the day of, when I wake up in the morning with the kid, and then, and then uh, the, the the first kid that wakes up, I'll edit it then, and I'll just do my little recording thing I do to to start it out, and then put it up that day. I don't know. <laughs> if you get asking Alexandria on uh, any member from that band, I I want to know because that band, I love them. They're fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I messaged anybody from from them, but I, I might have. I don't know. I've, I've messaged so many people and emailed so. I've emailed like the same email like three times, and people they're probably like, dude, we don't give a fuck about your podcast. But then answer, <laughs> you know, just say no, we're not interested. People do. They say all the time. They're like, yeah, it's gonna be a pass. I'm like, yeah, I figured. But <laughs> it's fun is... to develop that mentality, though. The like, you know, I'm gonna ask, and literally the worst thing you can do is say no. So I'm right it. back to where I am now. I just didn't interview. I didn't interview you before. I'm not going to do it now, I guess. I don't know. I mean, if Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC, I know it's not a crazy name. It's not Justin Timberlake, but fuck, NSYNC was the biggest band, yeah, like, pop band on the pretty planet. Crazy well, name. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a big name. <laughs> so, like that. And then I had like the end of at the end of September, no, nothing scheduled. So, I mean, no, I mean, I'm, I'll say because I don't really care. But uh, Kurt Angles, people got back to me from WWE and said that reach out to them again at the end of september and we'll schedule something from early for early october again i think the pittsburgh thing helps there because he's from pittsburgh so that's that helps but still i don't care if i can get kurt angle and chris kirkpatrick on this on the same show that's big then hopefully maybe i can get more than 200 followers and then i can <laughs> start getting some some sponsors over here that'd be pretty yeah. cool man um i'll tell you my dream if i had one dream guest it would be kevin smith i fucking love him I've, I've been, been he's not going to get back to me but that'd be cool for you <laughs> i know i mean i'm not holding my breath i'm in jersey but i'm like yeah it doesn't fucking matter like everyone loves him but that's see, what i was thinking pat you, know, you said the um go, go ahead yeah, run oh i was gonna say just when you email like email him and then put in the the, the line there the uh, subject line like new jersey local new jersey podcast who knows so he might open it or his his manager might be like all right let's see what it is and then they might have to do it because they, they were like ah fuck new jersey i gotta do everything i gotta do it that's why dude i'm fucking out with the pittsburgh thing i'm telling you <laughs> matt, matt was like you gotta change your name and i think he's right to to reach a bigger audience definitely need to change the name because someone that lives in cleveland's not going to click for the burg they don't give a fuck right but but for the people that I'm getting by putting that name in there, that they're like, oh, okay, that that's cool. I like Pittsburgh. We we can do that. Or I'm from Pittsburgh. We could do that. 
I don't think I would have gotten like half the people I got without putting the name in there. The guy that played, do you want? Have you seen Clerks? Yeah. The guy. The guy. Excuse me. The guy that played Dante, Brian mm-hmm. O'Halloran. He he was at a um toy store. There's one toy store in my hometown. He was in a commercial there because I guess he knows like the owners. Which, by the way, the owners, I don't know what's happening because of COVID-19, but the owners got a deal of this toy store to have an HBO special for, like, a TV show on their fucking toy store. <laughs> hey, maybe we should get them on, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> no, um, that's not why I brought that up. So he's connected to Kevin Smith, but I, I don't fucking know these people, man. I've the gotten reason- a few from their managers to see who represents these guys. And, I mean, they're either going to just not look at it or a lot of them have gone back to me and said, nah, it's a pass. We're going to pass on this. But you never know for someone like Kevin Smith from the area, maybe they'll look at it and think that that's something they should do. So I got a track record with this shit of reaching out to agents and by agents, I mean one. And it well, it didn't – I got no response. But back in – MySpace days, I thought back then I wanted to be a filmmaker. I wrote scripts, uh, basically horror comedy, horror horror comedy usually. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote this one called Fight of the Dead, and it was just basically Bill and Ted meets Night of the Living Dead. And um, it never happened, <laughs> never happened, but I reached out to bands. I got free CDs. And the whole point was, like, I was trying to, like, see what bands I could get that weren't huge. I reached out to this one band from California I liked named Hollywood and Dead. They replied. They're like, hey, reach out to our agent. Uh, see what we can do. I reached out to the agent. <laughs> no response. <laughs> because I was a fucking kid in middle school that, uh... <laughs> yeah, but how old would they have been at the time? They would have been pretty young, too. They're not that uh, much older than us. No, they are not. I don't yeah. know, but I'm I just talking to uh, the their not their agent or their manager, but the person that handles their press that goes through their manager and agent to get Johnny Three Tears has been it's been two months now to try to get Johnny Three Tears. And I interviewed Matt Good from from uh, from first to last, and he also works with them. And I'm like, hey man, can you can you hook it up? And that they don't like that. <laughs> I've asked every guy like, hey, is there anybody you know that you can get me? They're like, dude, stop talking to me. The interview's over. We don't give. <laughs> Every almost every one of them, except for Joey Bradford from Youth, he was real cool. He got me other people, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Hollywood uh, Dead would be sick though. I, I, it would be. I'm, I like them. I like what they got going on. Um, I also like that guy that left the band. I can't remember his name. Um, Deuce. Yes, the Deuce. I got his first album uh, when he went solo. I like him. I don't know how he sings like that. I feel like that would rip apart your vocal cords. Yeah, I don't know. I, I liked his first album was okay. I I liked his Hollywood Undead better than what it is now. But the first couple after he left, it was actually really good. Yeah. Um. So besides that one uh, artist that you said like is your dream artist to go after, what bands can you talk about that you know you're gonna be releasing soon, or that you are scheduled to talk to soon that you're comfortable letting us know? So I, rec- I already recorded um, the guitarist for Three Doors Down, which I think is still another pretty pretty big name. Uh, not really in that emo uh, genre, but Three Doors Down's coming out soon. Um, not a band, but Tyler Main, like I, I mentioned, the he the actor played Michael Myers and Rob Zombie's Two Halloweens. He'll he'll be coming out soon. Eric Rowan from WWE. Um, Ryan Neff from Miss May I. That was that's I've done I did him a long time ago. I was pushing other guys ahead because 
they're like guys like Chris Kirkpatrick and and uh, Justin Saint from Anti Flag and their management. I went through their management for those guys, and they're like, yeah, we we share everything. Like we tell them all to share it. So I'm like, fuck, I gotta get these out first to try to get some more views. Yeah. Like Ryan Neff might share it too, but it's not like the band or like NSYNC sharing it. So I I push some guys I'm trying to think. I have a tone. I I love listening to that guy talk. Yeah. He's on I emailed him. He didn't get back to me, but <laughs> he he's he's interesting. He's funny as hell. Chris uh, Chris Kirkpatrick and you had a really good uh, conversation though. It was he had a lot of great stuff to you know offer behind the scenes and whatnot. I love that. That's yeah, why I love it was pretty show. cool about it. I I made sure that I had to, I had to ask about Eminem and what that lyric was all about, saying Chris Kirkpatrick, get your ass kicked. And I mean, I didn't know how he was going to react to it, but I, I do think I do a thing called the Daily Jag Off, and I ask them like, like Jag Off in, in Pittsburgh. It's a term for like dickhead or asshole, or whatever. And uh, I ask every guy on the show, being in these famous bands, anybody they would have met coming up or whatever that would have that they were excited to meet that turned out to be a Jag Off, and he. He answered no, which a lot of them answer no because they're, they're playing it safe. Why would you throw anybody under the bus? Some of them do, though, so, which is awesome. But um, he answered no, and I, I get that. And I was like, man, I really wish you would have said Eminem. Like, I, I just wanted you to say Eminem for some reason because of that lyric. And then he was like, no, I love Eminem. And then he got into the whole story, though, which was pretty cool. But, yeah, he was real cool. Um, I think you should get Eminem on to get his side of the story. Right. I should yeah, I'd be like, hey, I just keep tagging on be like, hey, Christopher Patrick said you're a bitch, and then just see what he said, like <laughs> just start some shit and be like, You wanna come on the show, man? Does he even do that? Like he I does he leave his bat cave? I I, I mean he's if he does, I mean I, I don't think he I know he has these social media there's no way he's looking at these social media accounts. He doesn't I don't think he would ever even see that I would tag him in anything. No, he's pretty people. next level. <laughs> oh yeah. He, yeah, some he has four interns that run that page. I don't know. He's so next level that when Kamikaze came out with zero PR work, it blew up. Blew up. <laughs> yeah, he dropped, he dropped a surprise album and it was huge. And then he did it again. <laughs> uh, do you guys listen to AFI at all? I have uh, their bassist yes, yes. Hunter, yep. Hunter Bergen, their bassist. I have him coming out soon. Um. That's awesome. I think, that, I think that's it. I think four or five. I think Justin was my sixth one, and I just released him today. Bobby Shabinsky, I know Matt talked about him, um, the owner of Blackcraft Cult, whenever he was on the show. You guys talked about Blackcraft Wrestling and all that stuff. The owner of that company. Yeah, I, I, I haven't, I haven't recorded him. I didn't record the owner of Blackcraft, but we're, we're setting it up, so that'll be another one released. So, I mean, definitely at least, like I said, seven, eight coming up with a couple, couple scheduled. Nothing like nothing on the books, but more like, oh, get back to me. Like the lead singer of um, Newfound Glory, their their people got back and no said, oh, shit. Ah, well, yeah. they, they just said they're not doing anything right now. Reach out next month when they will be. But not nothing scheduled or anything like that. But hopefully that'd be cool. That's my uh, fiance's favorite band. So that'd be cool to let her have. I don't think she's listened to one episode, but I'm, hopefully she'll listen to that. Hopefully she'll listen to that one. <laughs> that was the band that, I, that that was the band I loved uh, yeah. when I was a kid. Um, I just remember the, their single. All uh, was it? Down, all downhill from here. Right. I wasn't. No, that was I, was a, that was I thought you were gonna go hit or miss. All downhill from here is like the second wave. Uh, hit or miss. I liked it when it came out. I still like it. Yeah, My it's friends over you. That was the first song I heard by them that I really liked. My friends over you. Yep. I'm just singing back when I actually, for the first time, when I actually consciously bought CDs. Uh, all downhill from here was one of the first ones I got. 
Did you hear their new record by chance? Their newest album they just put out like a month or two ago. No, what is actually, it? It's actually really good. You should yeah, you should listen to it. I'm not a huge fan of theirs, but it's I mean I, I like enough to to listen to it. But it's their new album's really really good. But what can you something tell us? something times infinity time? I don't know. It's a weird name. Let me see here. So you're talking with Jordan Pondick? I mean. I, nothing scheduled yet, but I got an email back actually today, like this morning from their people, like their like management group or their uh, PR people that said that they're um, not doing anything right now, but reach out next month and then we, we can set something up. But their newest album, they just put out Forever and Ever Times Infinity. It's actually pretty good. That cover is so trippy, man. It's like yeah. a bunch of neon lights. I, and, always uh... thought, I always thought he had like a real... I mean, it was emo, so whatever, but a real, like, whiny voice. So I, I, I did like him. I did like them. I'm not, like, shitting on it at all. This one, it's it's not really like that. I, don't, I mean, it's still there. You can still tell it's him, but... I can't I, even imagine him with that. I I would go with nasally. It's, it definitely that's what I mean. Like yeah, that, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think me too, um, with me saying, you know, hit or miss versus you guys going with, like, uh, all downhill or uh, my friends over you, definitely. I must have a few years on you guys, but... um. Actually, yeah, that no, brings me to a question I wanted to ask you a few minutes ago, although I think the only people who are going to care about it are me, you, and maybe one of our listeners. Uh, with Taking Back Sunday being your kind of go-to, what's what's your go-to album? Man, every fucking one of them. Um, probably Where You Want to Be, to be honest. That, I mean, it was so good. Everyone's going to say everyone's going to say the first album to all your friends, but no, I, I, would, I think Where You Want to Be. Uh, dude, they're new. did you listen to their new album? Not new. It's probably a few years old now. But you title. know what? I, I, I obviously I grew up on Tell All Your Friends. Um, yeah. Where You Want to Be is absolutely stellar. Louder Now is really, really good. And oh, then I fell cool. out for a little while. Um, I think a lot of people did. I'm like a weird freak that just even <laughs> any, anything they put out for some reason, it could be the worst thing in the world. And I'm like, no, it's fucking amazing. So I'm the wrong person to ask about Taking Back Sunday because everything's great. But when uh. When John Nolan came back, I actually I got a soft spot for that album, the self-titled the one, self-titled, and even really Happiness good. Is I thought was really good too. Um, Flicker Fade I think was the first single of Happiness Is it was a great great mm-hmm. song. Oh yeah, um, and then, like I'm, I'm telling you, uh, Tidal Wave. If you didn't listen to that front to back, it's really good. Different. I heard one song off there and I didn't care for it, so I never went further. It was probably it was like either. a surf rock song. So something. yeah, but nothing else on that album sounds like that. Oh, that's that's really that's the, good news. It's the it wasn't only good. song. It's the only song on it that sounds like that. Okay, I'll check. Louder that out. Now was the album that I, I remember buying when I was younger. I love that one. Yeah, yeah big damn sure. Big damn cool sure was that was what yeah that that blew them up to. I mean, cue that the E made them big in that little scene, and then make damn sure made it. That was on the radio. That was on MTV and shit. That was pretty big. So this is mean as hell. But if you had to pick a song off, uh, uh no, I, I won't be that mean. If you had no, to pick a can, top go three ahead. off of. Uh, <laughs> Off of where you want to be, what would you go with? I like this photograph as proof. I'm not going to go in any order here with three, but this photograph is proof. Um, I don't want to say decade on the influence, but I do like a decade under the influence. I like bonus mosh part two. Fuck the whole that whole album's so good. Um, air operators on the on the other on uh on the third one I think. What the hell? Yeah. So I'm gonna throw one at you while you think. Uh, I I absolutely love 180 by Summer. That's I think that's the it was it was track either eight or ten. I think it's track eight on that album. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah, of. whatever one starts with, go on, just say it because that's, that was the obnoxious that. emo phase where like Fallout Boy and um 
and Panic and Taking Back Sunday and Brand New would name every song. It, it would be like 30 Something words weird, and yeah. you had no idea what song it was related, the title was related to. Adam actually had, he would tell stories, like when you see them live, I've seen them live like 23 times, but whenever you go to see them live and they play Timberwolves in New Jersey from their first record, he'll say the reason why they named that they're watching. And the, another one, actually, I talked to Fred, you know, Fred from uh, yep. Louder Now and Where You Want to Be. Definitely butcher his last name, but yeah, I know Fred. Mascherino, yeah. <laughs> he, um, he said that they would watch they literally the, the song called the blue channel on the first album he wasn't a part of that album but they would literally watch the band before him would watch the, they would call it the blue channel but it was the um like the tv guide channel that would pop up and they kept it would keep scrolling you know keeping the people now don't know what the tv guide channel is but it would it would pop up and it would say timberwolves at new jersey and it, w- it was the basketball a basketball game and an NBA game and they were like, "What the fuck is Timberwolves at New Jersey?" Like, it's a, that's why that song's called that. Timberwolves. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's really pretty cool. funny. <laughs> Speaking of the Timberwolves, just a shout out to Kevin Garnett who does not listen to the show. Fucking love him. <laughs> did you? So weird to bring this up, but did you guys see the uh, Uncut Gems movie with Adam Sandler? I don't know. Hmm. God damn. Okay. Well, no, we're obviously not going to talk about it, but Garnett's Matt, in it. Matt's a good guy to talk about that. Probably. I know, man. I didn't think about bringing that up <laughs> with him. All right, moving on. <laughs> you didn't hear that beep, did you? That, that beep just happened in my. It was from my computer. I'm, I'm just hoping it didn't go back to you guys. No, um, no worries. We we got people who like you know have their phones on, put them right next to the damn really? speaker, and you can hear it every time they get a text. So yeah. Oh, I've had guys. Doing. I've had you. You said um. Patrick, you mentioned Ice Nine Kills, I think, when you were looking at my uh, list. I'm like, yeah, don't listen to that one. The motherfucker was redoing his basement or something. He was doing something. He has drills going. He's hammering. He's going up to his attic. I lost him halfway through. I'm like, hey, man. He came back down like three minutes later. and He's like, sorry, I went up in the attic. I'm like, what the fuck would you go to the attic? We're talking right now. Like, it's not, no, like, I, I will say for ours, you know, like most of I'd say like 80 percent of the people we talk to are. Um, people who write books for like small indie presses and they're very, very humble and they, you know, they stay on after, uh, no pressure by the way to say, you know, thanks for your time guys and whatever. Um, but so like they, they like take time out of their schedule for that, but I can absolutely see pretty much anybody else you might want to talk to on a podcast, like, you know, squeezing you in unless you are this big, like Joe Rogany deal, um, and redoing their fucking basement when right. they're supposed to be listening to questions. I, I mean, that that one blew my mind. There, there were some that just, I mean, maybe just seemed like they weren't ready, but whatever. I, I'm not worried about that. I'm not just, like you said, a Joe Rogan type thing. But, yeah, that one, I'm like, man, like, do you want me to call back? Like, I don't understand. Like, we could do this tomorrow. I don't, yeah. Do you want to fucking call a contractor? I, I don't know what, what you're doing right now, man. Like, we don't have to do this. Worry about that when you when you have sponsors. Well, yeah, I, that's I don't care. <laughs> it's just it's hard to edit that shit. That's all because I, oh, I, mean, yeah. I I don't do this live because I'm brutal at it. But so I have to edit it. I edit the fuck out of every episode to make me sound halfway decent. But that one, like, man, I gotta cut out like four minutes of I don't know how I'm gonna cut it and like where am I gonna pick it back up from like to make it sound like it was a conversation. That was tough. What do you um for the very very few people that would give a shit about this? But what do you use for software editing software? GarageBand, honestly. I just I edited on GarageBand. I tried that, but the interface was like, "Whoa, you're complicated for my yeah. brain." <laughs> no, so I use a I use Audacity. Nice. I I 
I had I downloaded I think it's just for Windows, right? Audacity, but I think I they have like a version you can download for for a Mac and I didn't again I it was just something I wasn't familiar with so I didn't like it. But I'm used to Macs, I don't know. It's um I like it. Uh for me, um obviously it's it dependent on whoever's using it. Uh for for me though I felt it was uh, easier interface to use, it had more options. Um and then as far as your mic goes, what kind of mic is that? Blue Yeti. I like I like the Yeti. Yeah, so I was stuck between the Yeti and the Samsung um, G Track Pro. Uh, they both. When I talk to people that are looking for hardware, that's those are the two. I'm like for USB ones that connect to USB oh, yeah. ones. Um, that that's. What I need I'm to get one with. of those things. You guys have one of those things in front. Pop filters. Oh, yeah, yeah, I need yeah. one of those. <laughs> yeah, they're good for um, you know catching up. Pops up. Yeah. yeah. We talked to a guy uh, last week who was a you know professional composer slash recording musician, and he's like, oh, those are basically just glorified pantyhose over your microphone. You know, there's way better stuff. Uh, Ron, not to plug our own show on our own show, but um, <laughs> if, if you're ever up for it, there is uh, – we did an episode with a guy named Matt Wildeson, uh, an author, but he also edits uh, – all the podcasts on an entire network and he had a lot of really really great things to say programs to share tips um about editing uh podcasts and programs and apps that he uses to run it through check that out if uh, that's something up your alley no for sure yeah that's awesome if you're looking for authors he's i would recommend him because he's a he's a hell of a writer too there (laughs) well like i said i'm looking I'm, i'm trying to branch out to everything so i'm not just the emo guy that that's doing the emo podcast so yeah i'll definitely oh you mean just to read pennsylvania to... oh there you go he's gonna see pittsburgh and he'll be like yeah we got it see matt light if i change my name he i wouldn't have got that guy <laughs> look matt light he sounds like a dick i don't think you should listen to him <laughs> so no but seriously speaking of matt light i gotta say one more thing i think we talked about this on his episode um I think it's so funny that he's like not sure what to do during the pandemic, so I'm gonna start a dating show, <laughs> a live stream for a dating show. Have you watched? Have you like? Have you seen any of those uh, live I've streams watched, that he did? They're I've hilarious. Them. They're, they're so funny. And I'm not gonna say I haven't sit through like sometimes they're hours long, but I mean there some of them got pretty good. I'm like, man, why the fuck am I watching this at 2 a.m. right now? But it's so, it was some of them are so good. I don't know. He's crazy. When he does Matt, power hours. He does live power hours every. What I mean, whenever he wants to do them, but when Matt did this thing where uh, he said, "Pay me ten bucks and I'll burn your friend" or whatever, a little roast that he was doing, yeah, yeah. So uh, my one of my closest friends up, he's in Mass too. Uh, which, by the way, he's got a lot of fans in Massachusetts. Like we, me, and one of my dearest friends and his wife love him. They were going to see because of that James Harrison video, because when he signed with New England, he shit all over him. And if that <laughs> and that video went like not, you know, not a couple million views, but a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot of views. And that's he got a lot of like Patriots haters and a lot of people that are like, dude, that's hilarious. So that that's probably why he has a lot of those fans up there. <laughs> I love my Boston teams. But again, like I told you, I'm a sports fan. But beyond that, I don't make a fucking sense. In fact, I pay them to wear their merchandise, so I'm I'm never gonna be that guy. I dude, I'm a Boston fan again, and I say that because there's a lot of dick Boston fans. It's it's rough, but um, 
he did this thing where the roast thing, and, and I paid him for my friend who got me, and he kind of looks like – my friend kind of looks like Matt Damon. So I said – Matt was like, well, what do I say? Like, you know, what is he like and blah, blah, blah. I said – kind of looks like matt damon and he goes i'm gonna call him fat damon <laughs> so that's a little right joke between <laughs> me and my buddy mason that's who funny. listens to the show shout out to you mason craddock i love you aka <laughs> fat damon fat oh <laughs> burn bitch so let's um i ask have you... no idea who mason is <laughs> oh, terrible <laughs> <laughs> he has a great sense of humor so i'm, I'm quite certain he would laugh at that where do you I see your show? he does not know me at all where do you see your show going, Ron? Um, I don't know. Like, like, like I said, I'm trying to branch out from from just the little the emo rock stars. Even though I'm having a blast with those guys, it's awesome whenever they they pop up on your screen. Like, oh shit, that was the guy that I used to pay to go see live, and he's in my fucking living room. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's awesome. Um, but yeah, branching out to to bigger to other entertainers would, would be sick. And then, like I said, a, a sponsor. I've been hitting up a lot of the uh, like local breweries and stuff like that around here, and like clothing shops, like the like pittsburgh specific uh stuff like that but nah, i didn't really i've gotten a, a couple uh emails back and then i guess they just kind of fizzled out because i haven't heard back from them yet but ho- hopefully something like that though yeah what about tom green i know that matt had a, a little thing with him with tom green did, yeah. did he did he open for tom green i think he something like that yeah and that his real name wasn't really tom what was it like francis or something like that I don't. I don't no, even know. I think know. it was much more something usual. But no, he went to like an urgent clinic with him or something. He went. Was that on your episode? Yeah. yeah. He went Dude. to an, a clinic with Tom Green. I don't even know that. Yeah. That's I don't awesome. know. I don't listen to the show, but <laughs> I was I was doing laundry in between in between doing that one, but in between listening to that one, but yeah. Now as soon as we got Matt Light on, I just put a picture of myself up on Skype and I walked out of the room <laughs> to do something more interesting. That's awesome. I uh, I edit them, but between I edited three this weekend. I record. This is our second this week. I just things mix up, dude. I think you know how it is now. Like mm-hmm. I can't I can't remember. I almost forgot that we had one posted yesterday. Wait, today. Today's Thursday. Yeah, I think. Yeah, today's Thursday. Wow. I thought you were gonna say more. Okay, so no, moving on. Sorry. To, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's move on to happy slashes. Tell us. One twelve dead air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. It's okay. Your thing's all fucked. That's how long we've been talking to Ron, but that's not how long we've been recording. That's that's what I have written in the corner of my screen. 112, <laughs> dead air. Okay, Slice I that. See, Get the I goddamn editor on it. 5740. <laughs> there we go. Nailed it. So let's Nailed talk, it. <laughs> let's talk about Happy Slashers from the very beginning, the concept of the idea and where we are to right now. Um, concept of the idea. I was, I worked for, uh, like I was doing like maintenance for a, for an apartment company, Prudential Realty in Pittsburgh here. And that sucked. So as I was doing that, I mean, you're painting in apartments that don't have air conditioning and it's a hundred degrees outside. The paint's dripping down the walls. I'm like, well, I got to think of fucking something, man. So the dude I'm, I'm talking like that I was working with, we just, we started bullshitting back and forth and, and we saw a picture of all like the slasher dudes. It, it was like like a little painting or something like that of all the the slashers playing right. poker. 
they're, they're at a poker table playing poker. And I was like, man, wouldn't that be cool to like have them all like live in the same world? Like if they were, you could only do it as a cartoon, obviously, and it would have to be a parody of some sort because I mean, you're going to get, I'm going to get sued out the ass and I'm going to hope that I'm, I'm hoping that parody for, for what I know, parody is, is fair game. I mean, as long as you're, you're making fun of something and you know, to, to be, to be funny, if, if you're parroting that, that as far as I know, it's fair game. I don't think I can call them Michael Myers. I can't call them Freddy Krueger, and I'm not going to. But uh, for the sake of writing and, and getting an idea out there right now, that's obviously I'm calling them by their names. But so I was like, man, so it, it would have to be a a uh, like a cartoon. But what what would they be doing? Like would they they would be just killing people in the cartoon. I don't I don't know how it would go. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, no, wait, they're in they're in hell because they're all like they're all serial killers and they're all in hell and Freddy's their fucking therapist and they're going to weekly therapy to try to become better people to get back to be put back into the real world to to not you know because they don't want to be assholes anymore they just want to live and <laughs> they, they 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 just want to live and and you know and be people again and, and talk to people but that obviously goes horribly wrong and they kill everybody in the show and it's I don't know <laughs> Um, I read, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, you know it, but, because you sent it to me, I read the pilot episode, thought it was funny, you gotta guess the parents on there, you wanna talk a little bit about that, how that came about? Every, what, what guest appearance, are you talking, uh, Buffalo Bill? No, do, uh, that didn't, no, 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 sorry, I guess the parents and the voice actress, that the, is the, a, pure pure horror on uh instagram yeah she i reached out to her just because i'm i'm looking for someone to share this this idea this this kickstarter i I was talking to her before we even had pretty much this this script even written she liked the idea she has like 130,000 followers on instagram she's like a, a uk horror like queen people love her there um i i honestly i didn't really hear much about her until um just doing some research about like Instagram horror people. And then I came across her name. I messaged her. She, she got back to me right away and said, Hey, that sounds good. Like send me, I've never done it before, but send me a script and I'll, you know, check it out and see what's, see what's up. And then I sent it to her. She said, she's interested. I mean, I said, nothing's signed on a dotted line there at all, but she seems interested. And she said, she'll, she'll give it a, give it a go. I would be curious if, uh, she does do it. I mean, I don't know what her voice sounds like. Um, but she's, very British. She very English. She yeah. She has a thick accent. But I wrote that character with that in mind, knowing that. Oh okay. Um, the dumbass American I am. I just thought like, hey, it's probably American, but I I don't know because I'm reading the script in my own stupid American head. Right. Well, and like you said, you don't know what she sounds like, so that's not. I mean, you wouldn't know. But the good thing about what our. Sh- Again, this is so shameless, uh, plugging our own show in our show. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, the cool thing about our show is that we talk to people worldwide. And thank God for Skype, man, because like we've got friends and uh, Australian authors um, a lot in the UK. Uh, a really good friend on uh, – we're on a review team, um, and her name's Elle Turpich. She's in South Wales, and it's just a mixed bag of accents and stuff. So – it's really cool, but at the same time, it's kind of weird because we were talking to this uh, publisher from South Africa, and Brandon asked them a question about um, the pandemic, how it's 
you know, what's going on there. And what he said is it's parallel to what's happening in America. It's super weird. Um, it, it, it just we're at the point where we're all interconnected. It's very strange. I'm going on weird tangents, but I, I like <laughs> I'm going to bring this back to your show. I like what you're doing with it. I think it's uh, funny. Um, the parody idea is. I I think the only way you could pull this off. Oh, but for yeah, for sure. I, I have people telling me in all the horror groups I'm posting this in, like, yeah, it's good, but you're gonna get sued, or yeah, you can't do that. I mean, they might be right. I didn't do that much research before I before I uh, put that out there, but I do know. I mean, to a certain extent, parody is fair game. So if I have to tweak things like names and colors of these guys, I mean, whatever. I don't mind doing that kind of stuff to to get this show actually produced and not get sued for it. I definitely can't call them Freddy Krueger or Michael. I, I know that, but um, I think yeah, it's clever. I, I, dude, I don't know the legalities of it, but I do think that the only I know because I watch the I watch documentaries and commentary tracks of movies. The um, reason why Freddy Krueger and Jason didn't fight for ten years was due to the legalities. Um, he was in what was it? Jason um, goes to hell. And Freddy's glove comes up, brings down his mask. Ten, at least ten years later, that's when Freddy vs. Jason happened. But it's because I, I love Freddy vs. Jason. Actually, I thought it was that's a great movie. my <laughs> the both franchises. I love both of them. Seen all the movies. Um, and I feel bad for Kane Hodderman. Did you watch his uh, documentary on on Shutter? No. Let's talk about that real quick because he, I he talks about how he 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 was the one that actually put. Um, freddy's glove on to bring the mask the, the jason mask down so that that's cool it's a cool little trivia thing there where it's it's kane hodder's hand in the freddy glove bringing the jason mask down right and he was he really wanted to play like to be in that movie to play jason in freddy vs jason and as far as he knew it was it was a go for him sat down with i don't know i can't remember who he sat down with either a producer or a, or somebody from a studio something like that to say hey this this is gonna happen you're gonna you're gonna play the part then all of a sudden they give him a call, say they found the, the guy that played Jason in the last Jason to do it. And he's like, wait, that was me. But a guy that uh, filled in for, I know he's a stuntman, but a guy that filled in for a stunt, he got hit by a car in, in the stunt. And uh, they didn't want Kane to do it because apparently they, they didn't want to, to chance anything because he was more than just a stunt guy for them. I mean, he was he was an actor for them pretty much. And they didn't want to chance him getting hurt or anything like that so they had this guy do it and it was that guy they got to play jason and freddy versus jason and that's fucking shitty and i feel bad for kane hodder because he wanted to it, it, as far as i know watching that documentary he was he was really looking forward to, to playing that part and then they just they gave it to the guy that they put in to do that one scene that they didn't want him to do that he didn't say he didn't want to do it but they didn't want to chance anything and he, they put on his resume that he was jason and then he got the job over kane hodder how do you replace oh. Kane Hodder for Jason? I mean, that's, he is Jason. What the hell? I didn't. Holy shit! I didn't know that. Um, I mean, I, I could have mixed some stuff up. Then, but I mean, that's watch the doc. He he talks about that how he was kind of just boned from that part. Like that that sucks. I don't know how you replace Kane Hodder. He was more Jason than any other guy that played Jason. Right. Yeah. And, and it's he played like, them all in consecutive. I don't know. I don't. It was either three or four of them he played consecutively, and then leading up to that to to set that movie up, and then they didn't go with them after saying that they were going to go with them, but then they went with somebody else. <laughs> uh, I wanted to watch a documentary when I first heard about it. It looks great, and it, well, 
What'd you say? This on Shutter? I don't know if you I mean, it could be on other things, but I know for a fact. I know for sure it's on Shutter. Shutter's awesome. Shutter's um, great. I watched your movie Host the other day. We were talking about Host, and and you're uh, the the last or the two episodes ago you had those guys on. That was a great movie. It was short. I mean, I, was, I don't even think it was an hour long, but it was really good. Fifty six minutes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For for what the I. I didn't listen to that whole episode, but I, so I don't know if you would have brought this up or not, but it's all surrounded around the pandemic, obviously, that that movie. So that would have given them five months to write, shoot, edit, and release that. That, that in itself is pretty fucking impressive. Someone talked shit about that movie in a I'll, review. A lot of people have been, but a lot have been saying really good things, too, and I don't see anything bad about that movie. Yeah, no, and, and for the record, if someone's like, I don't like it, that's fine. But someone made, like, a bunch of reviews in a row. And here's the thing. after, Especially after I talked to Haley, Emma, and Jed, who are all fucking nice as, as you can ever expect someone to uh, be, um, they uh, just have a special place in my heart. And that's – it was just a special episode. It was really cool. It's literally the biggest horror movie in the world right now. And what I said to this person was basically they shot a film during a pandemic that literally no one alive has seen. That alone should grant them at least respect yeah. at the very minimum because this one person was attacking them. Again, it's on the Internet. It's some random well, asshole. Yeah. Someone's going to have something to say regardless. But like you said, to, to write, shoot, edit, and – distribute a film in maybe five months and it, it was i mean it, it was pretty quality it was it was a pretty good movie and that that alone is respectable to, in my mind on top of that they are the biggest movie on rotten tomatoes which how you got 100 percent rotten tomatoes that's i thought was unheard of um you are getting a a release in the biggest uh one of the biggest theaters in uh the uk which is uh the charles cinema theater i hope i didn't mess that up when they come, when they open up again, they're the biggest song Letterbox, which is a great. Uh, it, it's this website dedicated to basically films of all genres. It's the number one film of any genre. I mean, it's, to be fair, there has there haven't been many released because of the. the but I'm not trying to take anything away from that. No, 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 <laughs> uh, totally cool. Um, so it, it was really good though. That is awesome. Besides slashers, is there anything else that you're particularly drawn to in the horror genre? Or dark fiction, even maybe like I'm thinking Alien for me, Alien One and Two. No, I, I don't watch. I don't. I don't get into all the. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't like it, but I don't. I don't really follow like the sci more like sci-fi type movies, like like uh, what Predator, Alien, all, all that. Um, I mean, I, I like the the not not haunted house like i was talking before like haunts but like actual haunted house movies those are always good i'm a little bitch when it comes to i I love them but i have to have a light on i have to watch a a stand-up comedy afterwards because i think my house is fucking haunted anywhere i live i'm like yep it's haunted now because i watched fucking some kind of scary movie with with a ghost that like like possession movies i guess we call like the conjuring all that that's how i felt about um the host because i had a house to myself right yeah it's pretty terrifying. Have you seen like the Hell House movies? Hell House LLC one, two, and three. They're also on Shutter. No, no, great, I haven't seen great those. Movies. Hell House one is great. Two sucked, but three brought it back again, and it was really good. But scary. I mean, not don't want to sound like a little girl on your show, but definitely 
I had to watch a stand-up comedy afterwards and be like, no, everything's good. Bro, I'm not going to die tonight. It's fine. It's absolutely understandable <laughs> because I'm a little bitch with stuff too, but that's why I but love it. But I love it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I can't get enough of it, but I, afterwards I'm like, god damn it. Any noise I hear, there's I have two cats. They walk around. I'm like, it's <laughs> happening. It's happening right fucking now because I watched this movie. <laughs> I brought it out. <laughs> Is there – um, Brennan. You're you muted. Just... You're muted, Brennan. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right, that makes more sense because I've tried to like ask a question. I see his mouth. I'm like, Pat. I don't. <laughs> I I thought Pat was just like two beers deep and like actively and aggressively talking over me. So <laughs> no, I thank you for bringing that up. I've I almost signed cool. off. I saved the show. Minutes. He almost signed. Okay, off. I am four <laughs> beers deep and still I would not do that to you, bro. <laughs> well, that's the best part is I picked on you because I'm like, oh, Pat's a lightweight. He's you know we're gonna get into this point. Uh, and instead, it's me that's been on mute for fucking minutes. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, oh man, I, I I had like so many half-formed questions, but I guess I'll just jump to the part where I, I you know, I tell you I'm I, I co-host a podcast that's specifically about horror, and I absolutely get on board with your thought towards those movies. Um, I told I, I'm not a big horror movie fan. I and you know. Not that I don't like them, just that they affect me so viscerally, like they do, it sounds like they do to you, um, that I don't watch them as much as, you know, most of the people in this community. And, you know, Host definitely fucked me up like that. Host was kind of a, all right, I'm going to bed, but the lamp is staying on tonight. Oh, yep, the TV's on. Watch Hell House, then, if you, like, that's a good one. It's on Shutter as well, Hell House LLC. I'm not going to do that, but thank you, you should definitely watch that one. It's really good. <laughs> I do hear good things about that. I haven't. It's, it's I haven't kind of a slow it, burn at start. It, it takes a minute for it to kick in. At first, you're like, "Man, is this all they do?" But once it kicks in, there's no like gradual. It it just fucking hits after that. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. That so, <laughs> yeah, Ron. Is there anything else I want to go over, man? No, nah, I mean, I'm good with whatever you want to talk about or, or go over. Um, just in the show notes, we're going to, if Ron, you're kind enough to send me a link of the uh, Happy Slashers so people can follow that. Tell us a little bit about the Kickstarter. Yeah, uh, so we, we have a, uh, it's an Indiegogo uh, um, right now. We, we, we set it at 10 grand. We're obviously not going to come close to 10 grand, but we did it thinking because we have um, Pure Horror on board and she had all those followers and uh, she could share. She did. She shared it. She put it in her uh, Instagram story, but we we haven't gotten really anything right now. But um, just we're we're still trying to get all these horror groups on Facebook, Instagram, as many people to share it as possible. We have a lot of really good perks uh, from five dollars for like a thank you in the credits all the way to like fifteen hundred dollars to be killed by Freddy in your dream in a dream sequence. I mean, and you can write the you could write your own uh, death scene. So, I mean, I think that's pretty cool for some hardcore horror fans out there that would want to be killed by Michael or Freddy or Jason to to kind of write your own, like, dream. Oh, we lost Patrick. Huh? Oh, he's back. Oh, maybe it's me, and not, not now I lost Brennan. <laughs> I don't see Brennan either. He's gone. It's the fucking... We talked about Host and all in Hell House, and now it's fucking with us. Look what you did. <laughs> you Brennan, went did first, you... and then you went. <laughs> Brennan, did you see that? I did. I thought it was on my end. My internet's been weird the last few days. Yep. Yeah, no. And then as soon as I realized what was happening, I was like, oh, fuck. As soon as they pop up on my screen, and I apologize, this is like the third episode I've referenced this. I said, I'm going to like 
pretend to have my face smashed against the camera. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that was definitely weird. Sorry, Ron, as you <laughs> I don't remember now, because now, now I think, like I said, now I think we're in-host now. Yeah, Jesus. So, Ron, what's it like to live in a haunted house? Right, yeah. <laughs> it, it's awful. I hear things all the time. I, I, I literally do, but my fiancé thinks I'm crazy because she doesn't believe in that stuff. So... Then that this shit happens. Now I have to tell her about the ghost coming through our computer here. That literally. Okay, so this is the 36th episode we've recorded. Never happened before. <laughs> well, that's that's great. <laughs> that's because we've never talked to somebody who lives in a haunted house before. <laughs> that's Obviously. true. That's uh, okay, it's a really so. old house, so <laughs> people have definitely died here. Obviously. How old's your house? I, I don't know. I didn't buy it. It's definitely over. It has to be over like 80, 100 years old. It's it's old. Mine's from 1918. Uh, Mine is from 73, which makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good. There hasn't been many people that died there, but our house, exactly. people, people have died in our rooms. It could have a history. It could, oh, yeah, you know, sure. it, it could just have like, you know, this this frequent occupancy where people come in and they're cursed, but. It's definitely less likely than either one of your houses. So <laughs> the uh, whatever the hell just happened, that glitch where, you know, oh, shit, what's that behind you? Um, <laughs> the cool thing about my house was that it did not. Uh, it's 1918, but it, it wasn't built where it is right now. It was built a few miles away, got moved here with literally on my street on the same side. Uh, every house looks the same because they were all like mill houses. And uh, <laughs> this is the weirdest part. My wife and I checked out the house. Uh, didn't notice for the first literally three to four months that there was these uh, names painted on the underside of the basement steps. Had the whole family name. Um, it's still there. We're not going to paint over it. And it don't had paint date, over it. No. <laughs> no. Had the date 1920. So, uh, thought that was a little creepy. That's creepy, but that's cool though at the same time. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> touch that. Don't do anything to that. <laughs> oh, definitely not. It, it was, it, it even marked the day, which was a Wednesday. So, <laughs> that's, uh, man, but besides that, like, let's talk about your Kickstarter again because I don't remember what the fuck we said. <laughs> um, Indiegogo, looking for, um, like I said, anywhere from five grand to ten grand. But I know we're not going to come close to that ten grand number. Um, looking for as many shares as we can get there. We have a bunch of different perks: five bucks all the way to fifteen hundred, from a little thank you in the uh, credits to, like I said, being able, being killed by one of your favorite slashers, being able to write your own kill scene, stuff like that, being able to voice your own character. Something cool if there's any uh, like local band members or it doesn't have to be local but uh like indie band members that own their own stuff that they don't have to worry about uh rights to music and stuff like that you can uh get your song get, get your band or artist song played at the end end credits like cool cool stuff like that that's awesome man uh where can people follow you and where can people follow your podcast podcast for the com for the berg b-u-r-g-h like pittsburgh dot com uh spotify again for the berg and all that iHeartRadio, radio uh apple podcast instagram same same name facebook uh for happy slashers it's facebook.com slash happy slashers show um 
someone had happy slashers. I don't know why it has nothing to do with horror. So I'm like, how do, who the fuck had happy slashers? And it has nothing to do with horror. I thought yeah, for sure, true. I thought for sure I was safe there, but no, I had to, I had to make it happy slashers show. Um, yeah, Twitter, same for, for the Berg, all that stuff. It's, it's for the Berg's like the company that has all of it in one, like the entertainment company that'll have, I have like a little t-shirt thing, happy slashers and the podcast all kind of rolled into one with hopefully a bunch more coming if, if we, if we can see some uh, growth here with the podcast and with slashers. That'd be awesome, man. Uh, someone had the name Dead Headspace on their Twitter from 2013, and that's the last time they made a tweet. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so if this Kickstarter doesn't go through, what does that mean for the show? Um, I mean, we're going to we're gonna try to. I mean, I, I have two guys that um, – that I'm working with. I have two partners with this, uh, Josh Volpe and Ryan Geyser. Those are, they, they kind of, they co-write with me. They, uh, they, they come up with the ideas with me. We, we kind of all, all kind of do that. I mean, it was, it was my idea that I brought to the table that without them, it wouldn't have been any, anywhere close to where, where it is now. From us, uh, banging ideas off each other here, but, um, they're, they're also more, more of the money guys. I'm flat broke. I'm, I have no money. I'm still a server for a little Mexican restaurant here that obviously for the past five months, I haven't really been doing that even, but, um, they're, they're definitely more the the money guys, the, the producers there. And I know that they've talked about at least running half and half each to, to get at least the pilot going. So if this doesn't work out, if we can't get enough money to at least make the pilot to try to maybe then do another round of, um, Indiegogo, whatever, uh, crowdfunding there, or just shop that around somewhere, um, to try to get more money to make the whole season. Cause right now we're looking to make the whole season. I have 12 episodes written. Um, but at very least we want to get the pilot made so we can, uh, get money for, for the rest of the season and hopefully more after that. Or, or hopefully I, I want it to be on something like shutter or obviously I'm, I'm never going to get anything in front of Adult Swim or, or uh, Comedy Central or anything like that. FS, FXX, those perfect for that type of uh, that type of network, but they're not going to anything unsolicited. They're, they're not going to even take a look at. But I don't know what it takes to get something on Shutter. Maybe your boy uh, Jed Shepard would know something about who, who to get in touch with there. But oh uh, yeah, I, they I, were absolutely great to work with. So. Really. Hey, you know what? They're, they don't Full have a circle. contact. They don't have a contact oh. on their on their page. Nothing. They, they've, I mean, they they have like a support page where you you hey my subscription's fucked up. What do I do? But just tweet them thirty times a day. Right. I mean, <laughs> how how am I supposed to get Adam Lazera? Tweet him thirty times a day, then he fucking mutes me, and I can. <laughs> hey, it's it, take your shot, man. Take well, your shot. Oh, yeah, worst, for sure. worst case scenario, uh, Shutter says no. And right, then you yeah. were right back where you started. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to be really worried about the uh, potential copyright there and, and the getting sued and stuff like that. But like I said, as long as we we need to get the pilot made at very least, lawyer up to make sure what we're doing isn't isn't against that many rules. But I, as far as I know, parody is fair game. Obviously, the names have to change, and if we have to change the appearance of some of these guys just a little bit to tweak it to make it more of a a parody and not a you know, like we're stealing their exact likeness and all that. I mean, I, I think we can get around that with I, with it being. I personally am very excited to watch Lenny Kruger and Mason Voorhees, <laughs> um, right? Eviscerate, well, like, you know, like, kick uh, Indiegogo funders. <laughs> like uh, 
what Leatherface we called Tex for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. Uh, but see, like like Michael, we called Mikey. I don't know if that's enough. We might have to change it even more than that, but we'll see. Ghostface, I called him O-Face. I like that too. I think I think <laughs> O-Face is pretty good. I think, and that's definitely parody of his fa- of, of his name and his uh, look there. So I think we're safe with those two guys. The, the other three, I'll probably have to tweak a little more, but Chucky's Chuck. Chucky's just Chuck. Yeah, that that was lazy. I got to figure something out. And, Fred, and Freddy's Fred. So M- M- Mikey, Chuck, and Fred might have to change a little more to to, to make fun of them a little more to, to be a parody. But it's very well, formal. Frederick Cougar. Fre- Cougar. Frederick. <laughs> well, seriously, Ron. Good luck, man. And uh, you know, thank you for coming on. We appreciate your time. Um, anyone that wants to check that Kickstarter will be. In the episode notes, please do so. Check out the trailer. We uh, encourage it. So, again, thank you, sir. Thank you, Brennan. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. We are in your mind. We are all around. You are now leaving. Deadhead space. Thanks for reaching out, by the way, man. Yeah, man. It's really cool. Matt Matt hooked it up. Yeah, I sent him a message, and he... uh, didn't reply, so... <laughs> did, he, did he look at it? And he's an asshole. So, uh, let's start off with our base question. Oh, wait, actually... I, I, didn't I was going to say, are you even recording? You didn't even start the show. <laughs> I saw something. What are you, yeah. like a quarter deep? <laughs>